Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brenda McCullough and Matt Basta. How's everyone doing this week? Hello. Surprisingly chilly. It's cold for yes. me. It's actually quite cold. Yeah. Winter is upon us, Bren. I, I moved out here to escape it. I don't want this shit in my house. There's a lot of things that you don't want in your house. Mostly There's everything. Bugs. There's the, the smells of things that you've used to try to get rid of the bugs. Yeah, it's like... 80% cold. poison in my apartment. Just like everything's kind of coated with poison to some degree. And yet, Yikes. The, the state of California recognizes that there are carcinogens <laughs> present. The state of California is a carcinogen. It's just, what isn't giving me cancer out here? Well, the good news is it's uh, Christmas season. I feel like December 1st. Well, actually, uh, this episode's airing on my if birthday. This is leading into, if this is leading into a basket closet, it's not <laughs> No, it's not. I'm not <laughs> going you know, we ain't got any. I was Killed just him. <laughs> He's dead. Give, uh, uh, wish myself a happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Doug. Happy birthday, Thank you. <laughs> but no, that's the thing. Uh, th- we're just about into December, and I'm really excited for the holiday season. This year has been so insane. We need some kind of positivity, and hopefully uh, people – last minute Christmas shopping is what we need to cure that uh, pain. Capitalism, which it fills a hole in my heart. Yeah, I feel bad for the people still trying to get PlayStation 5s. There's Okay, so let's start. This is a video game podcast <laughs> for anyone new. I have a PlayStation Well, I have one, but and I'm not really experiencing too many issues, but I'm reading a lot of articles where a lot of people are, where they're saying like it's having hard stopping, like a game-breaking bugs where it'll just hard shut off the PlayStation. And so far, I haven't run across that, but in a few games of me playing Demon Souls, it has gotten a little like slow at points where I'm like, oh, is it going to crash? And then it doesn't, so I'm grateful there, but... And the disk drive, it, it gets pretty loud. I'm sure people have been complaining about that online. Uh, but that was the same kind of issue with the PlayStation 4, but uh, it's really not that bad. But uh, let's go roundtable with what we've been playing. Basta, it's been a minute since we've had you on the show. Actually, you were just on, weren't you? I was literally just on the last <laughs> Okay, that's been right. a, My bad. It's been two weeks between the last <laughs> episode. I, and I before have, that, I it was seven months. Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, I was busy quarantining, all right? Okay, sure. Um, no, yeah, we I do this in, por- in person. We're not in three separate states. <laughs> I have a, a good update. So, oh, um, sweet. Maybe three or four days after we recorded, um, I, I opened up Random Dice and it started working again. Hey! I, I honestly, like, as an engineer, I don't understand, <laughs> like, what causes this like an issue like this to happen like the game just randomly shuts off and crashes there doesn't seem to be a stack trace i i got like within moments of hooking my phone up uh to my computer and like running the android debugger and trying to figure out like just what is happening um but it started working again which is great um so i've been playing a little bit of that it's yeah. <laughs> Are you already tired so, of it? Like, well, so the, I, I mentioned last week, this, this game is still under active development, right? Like, they actually have a team and they're actually putting resources into it, which is like a great feeling when you're playing a free-to-play game, right? Like, most mm-hmm. free-to-play games, you dive in and it's Peggle or whatever, and it's like, okay, the developers spent, you know, nine months building this, and then the moment that they launched it into the world, literally Stop. the only updates that happen are to try to get you to spend money. Yeah. Um, and it, it definitely doesn't feel like that with, with random dice, which is awesome. It's a great feeling. They keep adding bosses. They keep adding new types of dice. They keep uh, adding new types of skins and balancing the game. Um, I think the thing that is frustrating to me 
um, as I play it. And maybe this is good frustration. Maybe this is me just like not having played enough games. Um, it feels like the balance that they're introducing makes the game more fair, but not more fun. Mm. And good so, frustration. God, I'm playing Demon Souls and it is not good frustration, Basta, but keep <laughs> yeah. explaining this to me. <laughs> so it's like when you're in co-op, right? The the way that co-op used to work is that you would have sort of these waves, like tower defense style waves. Um, you and your opponent share a board and you each fire on your own set of enemies um, and then maybe like... of the way through the path, the paths merge into one and then you fire on each other's enemies. Um, So you sort of have an opportunity to like beat your own guys. And then if uh, your friend isn't doing so hot, then you can help them with theirs, which is, which is cool. Um, Every 10 levels, you would uh, have a boss and the boss is one of these enemies that has like some sort of special effect um, one of them summons more enemies. One of them, um, randomly kills one of your dice periodically and heals itself. One of them, uh, randomizes which dice you have, which is sort of tricky to develop a strategy against. Um, and like overall, it's been pretty good. But then they were like, okay, well, people are getting too good at this, right? They're getting t- past too many stages. So they made it so that there was a boss every five levels instead of every 10 levels. And then they made it so that after a certain number of levels, you start getting two bosses at a time. And like, it's just a lot. I used to be able, (laughs) you know, if I got matched up with somebody that was like level 12 or 13, I'd be able to get to level 60, 65, 70 sometimes. Um, Now I'm lucky if I can get to level 30. Damn. On one hand, it's like, okay, you know, for the folks that are super high level, right? You know, Max right now is like level 15 or something. If Max gets paired up with somebody else that's level 15, they're going to be playing this game for literally an hour um, to to try and, you know, get as many points as they can, get as far as you can. You can't really, like, say, okay, I'm done with this and leave. You don't get anything. Yeah, um, especially co-op. Yeah, <clears throat> and... So for someone like Max, I, I imagine it's better because you don't play for as long. But at the same time, you you don't get a reward proportional to the new shorter games. Mm. Um, so if previously you were getting level 50 and now you're getting level 25, you don't get twice the reward for getting to level 25. You still get the same reward. So that sucks. You have a, a cap of five co-ops per day that you can play. That's always been true. Um, and then if you want to play a co-op after that, you have to watch an ad, which is sort of annoying. I've never, like, I haven't played enough co-op for that to matter. Um, they last long enough generally that it's not an issue. Anyway, um, this is just like nitpicky stuff. They keep adding new dice, which is great. The, the problem that I have with the new dice is that you have to earn them. And, like, lots of people are going to play a lot more than you a lot faster, and so Mm -hmm. they're going to have the new dice. And so for me to build a strategy against those people means that I either have to start grinding, I need to get lucky, or I just need to not play PvP. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know... Competitive part of games where... A high schooler with a lot more free time than you is always going to be better than you. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing about a free-to-play game, especially like this, is it's not even a high schooler with a lot of free time, right? Like, Max is twice my level. I This is the sort of thing that if my mom's vision was better, I could definitely see her playing. And, you know, 
the number of Midwestern housewives that are just sitting around, you know, tapping buttons in this free-to-play game is probably astronomical, right? So anyway, I, I'm glad that it's working again. I wish that they would, you know, throw us a little bit of a bone, but like, I get it, your company, your business. Um, other updates. Uh, my buddy Mike came over uh, for Thanksgiving um, and for those of you listening at home, uh, Mike practically lives in my apartment anyway, so it's not like uh, <laughs> I was hosting a get together. Um, he's crawling around the, the three of us. in the walls. Yeah, uh, we're not we're not infecting each other. We would have already been infected anyway. In any case, um, Mike came over for Thanksgiving, and he he wanted to try out the Stadia. Um, we played uh, a little bit of Super Hot. He had heard Ooh. of it. He had seen previews, but he'd never actually seen much gameplay or, or played it. So um, did they fix their pagination? Is there a bigger library than the seven games you no. were initially in? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's still as minimal as it was. Um, okay. I think they've hidden some games, and I think they've hidden a lot of the pre-orders. Um, it's really unclear. That's ridiculous. I feel like you're browsing and for games and it's like no an search. Easter egg to find what? another game. Yeah. yeah, there's this is a Google product and there is no search. Like every time they do this, it mystifies me. Even if there are that many games like the list we found, it is hard for a cleared user like you, Basu, who understands technology to find them. So it's like, yeah, even if the games aren't there, they're not accessible easily. Even the Pinecast podcast list has searched now. Like, come on, guys. Hell yeah. Wow, just um, fucking throw that fucking plug. Flex. <laughs> um, but uh, we, we, we played super hot. And I think the thing that stuck out for me most, I mentioned last time that I noticed some stuttering. Um, and and it, it seemed like it was dropped frames. I will tell you this. I did not see a single dropped frame while we were playing super hot. We were probably playing for 45 minutes. If nice. there was a dropped frame, I didn't notice it. If there was any lag, I didn't notice it. Um, so, which leads me to believe that the, the performance issues that I had originally seen were exclusively tied to um, Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. That game's... It's nice, and but it's not speaking like streamlined. Of which, to to talk a little bit more about Hello Neighbor, uh, hide and seek. Mike wanted to try that as well because I I went on my rant with him as well, talking about how the game is completely inscrutable and how it's completely unclear what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mike had the exact same problem, and Mike played the original game. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, he was so like, not just you. I, yeah, I was like, I want you to go into this, just like. Completely fresh, fresh eyes. I won't tell you anything unless you ask, um, you know, like figure out this game. And he ran into exactly the same problems as me. The reticle doesn't change when you hover over things that you can interact with. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tell you what the buttons do. It doesn't like you have an inventory, but it doesn't seem to matter because everything that you pick up, like it does, they don't do anything. Um, the first level it's unclear what you're supposed to be doing at all. There's like a thing at the very back of the level, which is difficult to get to in the first place, but then you get to it and it has a sign in the game with like a fucking hieroglyph and it's it's impossible to read. The game is just, it, it, it's the most garbage game I've, I've played in the year 2020. Um, I, I honest to God don't know how it got past any meaningful amount of QA, both in terms of performance and people play testing it and it, it must have just been 
a cash grab by the developers where somebody was like, Hey, do you want to make another? And they were like, sure. What do you want? And they're like, I don't know. How about you <laughs> take that game and just make it different? <laughs> it's really fucking weird. Well, we might find out we have the devs coming on next week <gasps> for an interview. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I would, totally I good. would show, I would show up for that just so that I could <laughs> grill them. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm just fucking roast them for this terrible oh, ass game man. that they've made. That's a bummer. That sucks. I mean, it is it is usually on sale, and it was popular for a hot minute, especially on, like, Twitch and streamers and YouTubers playing it. Uh, and you don't really see that many people playing it anymore, so it's clear. But, I mean, even, like, Dead by Daylight, which is, like, the obvious comparison for it, which I would say is probably the bigger, most popular game of that uh, play style, that asymmetric, like, one person's a killer, five people are trying to escape kind of games. Yeah. Um, even Dead by Daylight is buggy as shit, so it's, like, I don't know... I'm not going to even pretend like I understand the technical limitations of it. Um, but even that's buggy as shit. So I think people kind of give it leeway. But if it's so buggy that it is actually unplayable, then that, I, like that's Honestly, thing. if they just took a minute to put in a screen that explained what to do, mm-hmm. it would probably be you know ten times more fun. But because you're completely in the dark, and I could not be fucking arsed to go online and look up how to play this game... <laughs> Like, because there's no tutorial, there's no screen that's like, here's what the buttons do. Even if it's just a diagram, like from the, the manual that used to come in, like, the, the jewel case, right? Just the layout, like, this does this. anything. This, this. Just tell me what the fuck I'm doing, right? Like, <laughs> you open up the game settings and you go to controls, and the controls are meaningless because half of them are still mapped as if you're playing on a computer. Mm. And it's like, why, when I load up this game on a Stadia, which only has... A controller, right? Like, right. you know this. I, I loaded the game with the controller. You're like, press any key to begin. There's no keys! <laughs> it's yeah, got that's... the input, so, like, it registers what you're pressing, so, like, it knows it's a yeah, controller. It, well, then, as soon as you press a button on the controller, it's like, press any button on the controller. It's like, I fucking just did. Like, <laughs> it, it's honestly unbelievable. And I get it. Like, you're a developer. You've built up this giant code base with like your AI and your assets and your rendering engine, you've got all of these pieces and they all work and you can sort of fit them together in different interesting ways. And like with a little bit of refactoring, you can take your old game and craft a new game. And this new game can be resold for money. And it's like, awesome. But if you, if you don't make it good, (laughs) I I, I really just, yeah. And, and maybe the reason why that this exists, and this is purely just speculation, is Google went to them and they're like, hey, what can you put on this console? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? And they were like, well, we got some hot garbage for you. <laughs> as long as we're getting that sweet, sweet Google money. That's that's the only thing I can imagine. Anyway, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> Google Stadia, I, I, I am more impressed than the first time that I played it, um, simply because it, it managed to far outperform uh while playing super hot so there we go well that's good to hear by the end of the year maybe you'll actually give us a ringing endorsement <laughs> maybe <No. Yeah. laughs> i can't imagine that ever happening i mean if it comes out with some good games awesome right again like i think it would just be spectacular if google and valve were like let's put our heads together and you know maybe both of us individually will make less money but as a whole we will make far more money that seems no. like a logical business decision to me, but I also know that Google has a massive fucking ego when it comes to this stuff. Oh, sure. I really just wish, like, I wish it would have more games. There's so many games I would love to play. There's so many games I would love to try. 
And as far as I'm aware, they don't have the sort of developer program that Steam has, right? Like if they had the equivalent of Steam Early Access for Stadia, fuck, <laughs> just do it. Just get the games. Yeah. Right. I, I know at least we've talked about Stadia plenty of times, so we won't harp on it. But at least like the internet connection where it's like everything's a cloud uh, game. It's up in the clouds. So I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to get you know something massive like Cyberpunk 2077 and put it on the yeah. cloud, assuming I'm always going to have good, stable internet connection because I live in America where it's an oligopoly and they fuck us over constantly. Yeah, so. So, I, not and I realize we've just said not to not to harp not on to this. go on it, but we go into it every time we <laughs> say that. I was that. winding down, yep. but you know it's one of these things where you go in and like I have Stadia Pro free for well now it's like two and a half months. Um, and that's fine. And there's a bunch of games that I either get for free or at a really significant discount because of that. But I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay retail for a game that I physically do not own. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I get it when you're on. I don't know Apple Music or whatever, and you pay for a song. It's like there's sort of a relationship between you and Apple where it's like, oh, the song is yours, and like you could be fairly confident that like Apple Music isn't going to go away, or Just if it does, you move it to iTunes. Yeah, it's like you can maybe download the song or something. But like, I have exactly zero confidence that Stadia is going to be around in five years, right? And <laughs> yeah. you want me to pay sixty dollars for a game that I can't be confident will continue to exist on your platform. That's some fucking bullshit. But moreover, it's like you would draw in so many more people if you had adopted just like an a la carte download feature. Well, or maybe like, like a, like a Netflix subscription, right? You pay a flat fee. You get to play as many games as you want. Maybe there's a cap on like the number of, yeah. It's like, you get to pick four games you can play them as much as you want for the month. And if you want to play a different one, you got to pick one of your games that you boot out and, you know, you could choose another. Or Gamefly. Tied in with, like, Gamefly sort of services. Yeah, yeah make, I can make see Make me that. rent it, right? Like, it, it's $3 per month per game. Fuck. I would, I would play the That'd shit out of those games. Because, yeah. right? like, even with the PlayStation 3 when I had that, the uh, capacity size for, like, the storage was so slow. I'd have to uninstall a game just to play a new one anyway. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, rotate them out. I mean, who who honestly has, you know, more than four games that they consistently play month over month over month for for a year or more? I I did with uh, roguelikes, but I have to uninstall them now because of, you know, addiction. Professional gamers, Basta, you know. That, no. <laughs> I mean, you're a professional gamer. Hopefully you've got enough Twitch subscriptions to, to pay for your fucking games. Right. Speaking of Twitch subscriptions, Uh-oh. if... if if Uh-oh. somebody comes onto our live stream and and subs, do we have to like take our clothes off or something? Well, like, oh what yeah, we, we, we show a nipple and then we break terms of uh, yeah, service. We get, no, I'm we just get banned for life. Uh, no, that's the thing. We have been live streaming the podcast lately, so if you want to hang out and uh, drop some words in chat, there's a good chance we'll read words. them uh, on live air. We'll see. Unless it's uh, perverted. Then, then oh, we'll yeah. just read them in. Private or if you're a bot saying, do you want to get famous? You want to buy this followers? Um, but no, yeah, that's just something we're doing. Twitch.tv slash ABT Silence if you want to hang out. Uh, but back to the games we've been playing. Bren, I know you wanted to complain about Among Us before I go off on my <laughs> PS5 rant. Yeah, so I, I dipped in Among Us. There's like another update. They changed a few stuff around. They, they're teasing like a new map because all the stuff they're doing for Among Us 2, they're putting in the first one. Um, so they're trying to keep people involved with the community after that huge spike that happened a few months back. Yeah. Um, Something happened, though. They did some update. I already complained about it before, so it was like an update a few months back. But 
now when you go to join like for a public game to find a game you can choose like the three maps they have you can choose the number of imposters you can choose your little settings to filter it all out um and before you would look at what i assumed was every online game you had access to on that server like you had like seven pages worth of games to go through and it's like this one has nine out of ten players this one has like six out of ten players this one has like one out of ten players you can just join based on the settings you wanted right yeah. Some update happened a few months back where now you don't have pages to look through. Now you just have one page and you have 10 games and it's just like, I guess, the 10 games with the lowest ping or the 10 games that were closest to capacity at that time you looked that fit all your filter. Some Something about it, but it's only one page of results now. So you get 10 at most. And if you want to look at it, it refreshes every 10 seconds or if you change the settings on your filters, you can refresh it manually. The problem with that is with that update, I'm going to say 17 out of the 20 times I try to join one of those games on that one page is full and I can't join. Every time, no matter how many players are in there. ten out of, or 9 out of 10 players, can't join, it's full. 8 what? out of 10, can't join, it's full. 3 out of 10, can't join, it's full. Every single time. For I'm going to say, well plus 10, 10 plus tries of joining any any type of game at all. That and just sounds like a glitch. Yeah, that's weird. It's just infuriating because it's just like, you can't join. I was like, there's only two people in this lobby. What do you mean I can't join? <laughs> like, you right. can't join. And you have to go back in and it refreshes the page and all of those games are gone now. So you, Or all those lobbies. So you have to find a new one and it's just the same shit. Like, Maybe they're just filling up that fast. It's like one of those like, oh, it's not in your cart anymore. There are <laughs> it's t- gone. There are times where you'll be in a lobby with like four people and it's like, all right, we have to wait for ten people. And then like, bing, 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 bing. And like six people join instantly. So it does happen sometimes. But, right. what, but when there's two out of ten players in our lobby and I click to join, I can't believe eight people filled it in within a second of me saying Right. So, like, and there's plenty of times where I clicked a game to join a lobby and I got kicked out. And it's like, ah, oh, you're using an older version of Among Us. Like, I'm not. It's the most updated one. It's like, oh, you got kicked out anyway. It's like, what? What? And, like, I understand it's probably a very small team. It's probably, like, four people at most, maybe. I don't know. Um and I'm sure that, you know, this huge influx of players is really wrecking havoc with them on their sides. So I understand, yeah. like, it's probably a lot more than they're used to dealing with. But, like, it's it's making it unplayable for me, and I, I can't tolerate it. And then once I'm in a game, you have so many people either just trolling or griefing or just being assholes. And then start of the game, you got ten players, you find out who's the imposter... The pissy little uh, babies who didn't get imposter leave immediately. So it's like, great, now we're down to four players and two of them are imposters. Oh, they won instantly. So it's yeah. just like, I know they're trying to set in a new rule system of like reporting people with like hate who are doing like hate speech or using like uh, profanity in their usernames and stuff and like a report feature for certain users. And they're, but that means they have to like find a way to tie that user to their ip because you can change your name so easily it's not like a username on yeah. like steam or you know overwatch or league of legends or something you can just change it every time you join a game i'm just surprised they don't make it so it's like oh by you signing up you create an among us account and we have access yeah. to your account and we can ban you specifically yeah so there's nothing well, like that i mean that that has the same set of problems right because if it's easy to create an account do people just create it's accounts? Oh, account. yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck. You know, we, I had this problem with, with Pinecast, where people, you used to be able to sign up for Pinecast without verifying your email, right? Put in an mm-hmm. email, put in a password that you chose. Congratulations, you have an account, you're logged in. And people would go and create spam podcasts. It's literally these folks from like Bangalore that would sign up, create Bangalore. this like copy pasta podcast with, you know, generic cover art. They would upload a text-to-speech 
uh, Lorem Ipsum and MP3 <laughs> with like an advertisement. They wouldn't even submit the podcast to Spotify or anything. They would just like <laughs> upload it and leave. And I imagine it's some sort of grift where they'd be like, oh, yeah, we created a podcast to promote your product or whatever. But then, yeah. you know, they didn't actually do anything with it because they don't care. But I went and I made it so that you have to verify your email, right? Thinking, oh, well, as soon as they have to verify their email, none of these emails are real. You know, they're just going to stop. But it turns out, no, they actually started signing up for Gmail accounts. So they would go sign up for a fresh Gmail account, then sign up for Pinecast with the fresh Gmail account. And then I would ban that email address and they would sign up for another one. And they continue to do it to this day. It's just a few more extra clicks. Yeah. And and like if it comes down to it and you say, hey, we're going to ban your email, somebody just sign up. They'll create a new email. Like. Right. People are not if, if somebody is highly motivated, they are not intimidated by like email blocking. Yeah. Well then um, I guess it does become like IP based, like Bren was maybe suggesting on a previous episode. I just don't know. Yeah, and I'm sure that's probably above like the Among Us team, like dev teams uh capabilities, at least at the moment. So I mean I'm not saying like, ah, this is an easy solution. Why aren't you using this developers? But it's just like it is a genuine problem now in Among Us, and there are yeah. still hackers that are getting in where it's just like, ah, the round starts, everyone's dead instantly. How did that happen? That guy's hacking. How so, fun. Yeah, how great. Well, like, And we talked about this with Fall Guys, Doug, where it's like, oh, why are people hacking in this game? At least with Fall Guys, there is a weird, like, stronger motivation to win, because if you win, you get a crown. If you get enough crowns, you unlock skins, and you, like, you have a reward system in place for winning yeah. and for getting accomplishments. Among yeah. Us, there's literally nothing. You win, yeah. you start the round over again, someone else is the imposter. Like, there's nothing. So it's like, why are you cheating in this dumb game? So they can screenshot them winning and be like, it's look, just, I won. It's so fucking annoying. Like, there's nothing here to gain. No, that that is just infuriating. So yeah. sorry to hear they can't fix that. Yeah, it's frustrating that the game is in this state that it's in. You know, one of the One of the unfortunate things about the 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 way that games work if you build a game with multiplayer capacity and the multiplayer puts trust on the players <laughs> yeah. you're, you're gonna have hacking right that's your like, first mistake yeah if, if it's up to each individual player to say like oh yeah you know i'm suddenly you know five feet off the ground and then i go over here and then this is my new location and nobody's checking that, and and you know, there's no central server that's like, okay, yeah, that's an, that's an invalid move. You can't do that, or like, yeah. you can't kill somebody. You're not the imposter, <laughs> you yeah. know, or you are the imposter, but you're not near this person. You can't kill them. If if you end up in a situation where you're not doing those checks, it's really hard to go back and add those checks later without a putting out new versions, which you have to test and get everybody to actually upgrade to, and then B, impact the performance, right? Like, I have a yeah. lot of empathy for issues related to scale, where it's like, okay, you were a, a team of three people, you built this game, it's fun for you and your friends, and then suddenly some big Twitch streamer came along and played the game, and now he's got huge. 100 million people every hour trying to log in. You know, it's hard to deal with issues of scale, Um for, for any number of reasons, right? Like you have lock contention and you have queuing issues and there's latency. And the issues that you described, Brent, are all classic symptoms of scale where yeah. you you have lots of folks uh, with contention on it, like a fairly small number of things, which is rooms. And having a system that is real time enough, but also capable of handling that volume of users and also user friendly is it's just really, really hard. 
But oh, when yeah. you when you slack on the like super basic stuff like implementing game rules, it's it's virtually impossible to go back and fix that later. And it, it, right. it just turns into this long tail of uh sort of smashing these uh rule breaking hacks one at a time and then you know five, three years from now there's still going to be rule breaking hacks but they're going to be small and annoying and difficult to track down and it's like oh well, we can't really change this without breaking the mechanics of the game and yeah just putting little bandages on the on the wound and it's like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the blood is seeping through <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is a game that came out two years ago, and I'm sure even the developers were like, hey, cool, this game's done, it's run its lifespan, let's start working on the second one, and like, weren't even thinking about the first one, and now the first one has exploded this year, and it's like, well, I guess, like, they haven't been working on patches or upgrades or, like, fixes for the yeah. first game, because they were working on the sequel, which, you know, makes sense, so now they have to, like, run back and, like, try and retroactively, like, fix all the stuff, it's like, yeah, I... I like I said, I get it. I understand. It's probably a very small team of people working on this, and you know, I feel for them because it just, yeah, like you said, the scale exploded so rapidly. But like, it is, it is a bigger problem now than when I first started playing the game. It, there was some sort of update where they started compounding the rooms and the lobbies, and now it's it's harder just to get into a game, let alone what happens once I'm actually in a lobby with people and. Yeah, you know, they start cheating or hacking or leaving or griffing. Damn, dude, that's so, a bummer. Yeah, it's it's rough to play. So unless I have like a specific group of friends that want to play or something, I don't think I'll be playing it much anymore because it is just such was, a pain in the ass to play now. I was thinking about um, this is just over the weekend. I I had a I had a weird dream about being in college, uh, which I won't go into. Oh, it, it was <laughs> it, it it was making me think of being back at DeSales, um which is where Doug and I went to school and the whole school shared an IP address. And so, well, first of all, the, the dorm room internet had like a parental filter, (laughs) (laughs) which is the worst thing in the world, both a, because no porn, but then B, because, um, there's a lot of stuff that was blocked that just like tons of false positives. Yeah. Yeah. It, It was just such a pain in the ass where you're like, okay, yeah, I realize Megapath probably has or not Megapath, uh, Mega Upload. What's the mm-hmm. one where you can download shit? Um, yeah, Megapath is my internet provider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah, I realize Mega Upload has the porn on it, but like also it has not porn on There's it. There's other so, stuff. Yeah, um, and I can only imagine how shitty it must be to be playing some of these games in college today, where you're on a college network with 50,000 other people mm-hmm. and you're all sharing a single IP address and you know, one <laughs> asshole goes and like edits too many Wikipedia articles or like one <laughs> asshole goes and starts griefing in among us. Yeah. And you know, suddenly it's like, you can't play any of these games. You can't use any of these websites. What a fucking disaster that dude. It's funny you say that because the last time I was playing demon souls was all the way back in college on the PlayStation three. It wasn't even mine. It was my, uh, that's the thing. Uh, in our colleges, the way the dorms were set up, you could have uh, a roommate, and then there was another room that was connected by a bathroom, and uh, they were your suite mates. And my suite mates had a PlayStation Three, and they let me hang out in their dorm all the time. And yeah, they let me play I through Demon this. Souls when they were at <laughs> class and stuff. So, uh, but that's the thing. 
there was an online factor to Demon Souls even back then, and it was always like hit or miss trying to get people summoned into your world to help you take on bosses. So I guess I'll dive into it. Demon Souls, oh my god, I got it for my birthday. It was actually given to me uh, a week early by my wife. And I've dived in, and it's the exact same game, uh, just better graphics. And I really, that's not a complaint. Like, I'm very happy that I'm just re... It is exactly what I wanted. So I'm sure some people are like, oh, where's the new shit? But no, they did clean up the interface, uh, the graphics just all around incredible, breathtaking, like the flames from the dragons, uh, all the enemies. It's just literally insane. I'm having a total blast. But then again, I'm getting infuriated all over again. This huh. game is so challenging. Like, I, I remember being so excited to get my hands on it and play it. But now that I'm playing it, I'm like, I remember why okay. when I beat this game, I said to myself, I will never come back. <laughs> and here I am trying to do it all over again. And oh boy, it's, it's tough. I, I played Demon Souls back on PS3 and I never beat it. I was just like, fuck. The, like, I got to the cliffside where skeletons are rolling at you to knock yes. you off the edge and then there's giant stingrays shooting spikes at you along the cliffside as well that's I was like, world four one if i'm not mistaken yeah. i am uh, i am definitely farming souls there currently that is like the best place to do that early in the game but no this game is unnecessarily challenging like yeah. I, and talk about like bass is saying uh with like random dice or i forget exactly which game but like they don't really give you much information at all i feel like uh, it's hello neighbor yeah, uh, Hello Neighbor, thank you. Uh, there is no, like, it's just like they throw you in this world and they uh, expect you to swim because it's mm-hmm. very, it, there's so much lore, there's so many items you're just completely unaware of unless, like, you Google it or happen yeah. to just uh, adventure and find it. Uh, these enemies are all so intricate with, like, their uh, what they're weak to and stuff. The good thing is, at least with the online play, people can put, like, messages on the ground and be like, oh, this enemy is weak against fire. So it's like, <laughs> thanks for the heads up. <laughs> but... You have to filter out through the 300 other messages that say tongue butthole ahead or whatever. Well, yeah, like, there's definitely okay. trolls or people just being like, uh, please, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Upvote this this message or something. I'm like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> but, it, it's uh, based on like the Reddit system where like the more common messages you see are the ones that get like praised and the, the other ones you don't. But then it's also, I think, t- time relevant to like whatever ones were put down recently also appear right. first. So you do get a lot of just nonsense messages. There's a level of complexity I completely forgot about the Demon Souls uh, game versus Dark Souls. There's this thing called, like, world tendency. So, like, depending on, like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember what changes the tendency of the world. But it could either be white or black. Oh, and yeah. if, let's say, if the world tendency is white for this one world, you go into it, you have access to different areas of mm. the map versus when it's black. So, like, if you're not even, if that's not on your radar at all, you could be playing through the game being like, why can't I progress? It's because, oh, you need to go into that world when it's black tendency and it's like i had no fucking idea so yeah that relates uh, to the the phantoms that like the dark phantoms that invade your world yes. and the light phantoms that assist you and if you assist other players that like brightens your tendency and then if you invade other players that dark i think something like that, that all sounds familiar bren and that's the thing even just you explaining it to me i'm like god it's complicated demon souls why like, it's, it's be, weird th- that's the thing where people are like because Demon Souls is the first one I played, or we all played, and uh, for people who just started with Dark Souls, it's like, ah, this is a good game. I can understand why they made three of them in a spinoff of Hell Bloodborne. Yeah. With Demon Souls, it's like, this is a fucking nightmare. Like, like Demon yeah, Souls it was by f- Atlas, and they were like that JRPG. Uh, who, what other games have, has Atlas done? Uh, uh, there's Persona so many games. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but like Dark Souls changed so much from Demon Souls. 
and that was just a quality for the of better. life improvement <laughs> that like people <laughs> don't realize unless you play Demon Souls where it's like God, why would you ever implement this system? This is dumb as shit. Well, and I do find myself uh, many a times being like, well, I need, like, a ring of fire resistance. How do I yeah. do that? And I'll go on YouTube and see someone play it. And the one guy YouTubing was just like, yeah, Demon Souls is my least favorite of the whole <laughs> Souls franchise. I'm like, yeah, probably because it's the hardest, bro. Like, yeah, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, but I did beat the Phalanx, beat the Tower Knight. I'm, I did beat the Armor Spider, and I'm currently getting my ass handed to me by the Flame Lurker. Although, I've helped other people online beat the Flame Lurker. That's the worst. It's like, I always feel like I beat the bosses when I'm helping someone else, and it's not like myself getting help from other mm. people online. So, Demon Souls, getting all frustrated all over again, but I am loving it, and it is just an incredible game. I will say one of the implementations they had in Demon's Souls that I really enjoyed was um, if you invaded someone else's world in a certain area, in certain worlds, yes. you become the boss, like a mini boss of that area. That's right. Oh, I forgot so all about like that, Brand. You're so right. In one of the worlds, I forget exactly where. I didn't even get to that boss. I just put my sign down and started wandering around. It's like, oh, you're being summoned into another. It's like, all right, cool. Let me see who I'm fighting. And I was the boss. I was like, what the? Who is? What is this? Yes. And that's when I truly felt empathy for boss encounters because I was fighting a little shit who was just poisoning <laughs> me and then dodge rolling around. Kicking your ass. poison kill me and then yep. stab me and then run away. I was like, come here, you little bastard. And I couldn't hit him That is funny as life. shit. I was like, I hate, I hate everything about this game. I hate him so much. But then I did the same tactic when I fought the boss because it clearly worked. That is funny as hell. Yeah, no, it's not good for tr- frustration like Basso was talking about earlier. It's just straight frustration. <laughs> I don't know how uh, y'all do that. And no, like, it, that's neat. Masochist. It's painful, like pain. Basso. I don't either. Uh, well, and that's the thing. Like you said with this whole boss uh, ability where you could uh, online play as the boss, I think that uh, applies to almost all of the bosses. Really? So, like, there's some really cool bosses you can play. I'm pretty sure. I remember th- I was doing it as, like, I-, I could be mistaken, but, like, the Dragon God or whatever it's called. I forget. But uh, I haven't gotten the there just yet one? in the remake. Like the but yes, one? Yes. Yeah, oh, it was wow. insane. Okay. I thought it was only certain bosses. I'm pretty sure. That's a memory I have from the PS3 days. Uh, could be a hazy memory that's not true. <laughs> could be absolute <laughs> we'll bullshit. See. We don't know. <laughs> we'll find out as I play the game. I'll update the yeah. listeners. Uh, but then other than that, I did get a PlayStation Store gift card for my birthday for $25. And I'm like, hmm, am I going to put this towards uh, Cyberpunk 2077 or just see what I can find in the PlayStation Store? And I did have... My, I had my eye on a game uh, ever since getting the PlayStation 5. When you go to the PlayStation store, it's like, uh, oh, play has no limits. And it's all these like new games for PlayStation and like kind of showing off the mm-hmm. PlayStation 5. And there's this game called Poker Club. And I was thinking to myself, I vaguely remember oh. poker. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> the existence so, of poker or how to play it? How to play. Okay. So like – that's the thing. I would watch on some late nights poker tournaments and uh, Texas Hold'em stuff. And even like as like a young teen, this is like a pervy memory. But I remember there was like online flash games where it's like if you play poker, poker, you could, yeah, have girls take off their clothes. So yeah. that's my <laughs> experience with poker. And I was thinking to myself, I like the card game. This game, the graphics look good. You get to create your own character and go on like the poker tour and like play daily games and stuff. I think there's different modes, but so far in me playing it just briefly, all I've encountered is Texas Hold'em. Uh, it's very fun. It was exactly $25. So I'm like, all right, I'll get this game for free for my birthday. 
try it out. Streamed it a bit. Melting patches. Uh, Matt from Super Gamecast 64 was hanging out. It was a good time. I think I'm going to be playing a little bit more poker and hopefully, uh, get all the rules under my belt. But even in just like revisiting it, I'm like, oh man, I don't remember the names for these terms and stuff. And the melting pat was looking it up. He's like, oh, when they do the first three cards, it's the flop. The next card's called the turn. And then the fifth one's called the river. I'm like, oh, that all rings a bell. Thank you, melting pat. So yeah, having fun with poker, believe it or not. Poker club is the game. And that was the nice thing for $25. I get it for PlayStation 5 and it gives me a download for PlayStation 4. So I can play it upstairs and downstairs. Yay. Is this just poker or is there like tricks? Because like you you say, you customize your character and I mean, they all are... They all look like douchebags wearing hoodies and sunglasses. They are. There's uh, nothing good with the customizer. They all look like the Unabomber and different hats. Yes, um, they are is, serial killers. Is there, like, a tell system with the character models of, like, ah, this guy's mouth is twitching a little. That means he's lying. Like, is there, like, a kind of L.A. Noir-esque where you have to look at their facial recognitions or tics? I wish, and that's one thing I was actually questioning myself, because I, well, the only tick I think you could see is when they check to see their cards. So, like, when you go to, like, put your hands over the two cards you got to look at them, if someone's doing that multiple times, maybe you're, like, questioning that, or, and and I was, like, looking at the other players, and I'm thinking, does it track my head motion? And I don't think it necessarily does. I think it's just, like, the meta of the actual game of, well, this guy just, like, is going all in, and I really have shit, so I better fold. So there's no real reason to have the avatar customization feature not really i think it's just uh for you to be feel special amongst the people that's the thing i do see some people with some cool like sunglasses and shit but yeah my guy looks like a real weirdo Uh, okay it's it yeah it just looks like a lot of effort to build the whole environment and scenery and it looks like who won looks like they're uh, just going for that immersive simulator experience i think even when you start up the game the game show weakest link like it's just a lot for just fucking poker which you don't even need you just need cards. You don't need to see. It, it feels like this trend of remaking games for new consoles the wheel. and like adding features. I, I feel like I recently saw, a, 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 you know, I'm going to say this like in air quotes, a remake of Monopoly for like a, a, a new console, like a recent console. The Switch. Yeah, I think Something. it's on Switch. Yeah. Um, I, I watched somebody play on YouTube and I was just like, Man, they didn't need to do any of this. Like, it's fucking Monopoly. Like, absolutely none of the gameplay of Monopoly. Like, if you're playing Monopoly, especially with other people in real life, if you're playing Monopoly by yourself against the computer, what the fuck is wrong with you? But... Oh, it's so (laughs) depressing. There's better games. If you're playing Monopoly with friends, like, the joy of playing Monopoly has nothing to do with the animations or, like, the fun little features in the game. Like, you don't need to spice up Monopoly. And, like, if anything, the way that you make this game better on the console is to, like, make the rules a little bit hand-wavy and let the players do what they want, because nobody plays these games. Oh, really? Anyway, that's a, that's a yeah. separate argument. But, like, you don't need fucking ray tracing for Monopoly, right? <laughs> we don't need, like, a physics engine. It's 40K. Yeah, it, it just feels like at, at a certain point, you know, the, the, you've got Monopoly they- down. You didn't need to solve it. Actually, (laughs) you're wrong, Basta. I do need VR Monopoly where I can be the board piece and walk around. Oh, God. When the game exists, yeah, if anything, you just needed to make it accessible to players. Like, here's, yeah, like Basta said, here's the dumbed down version. Here's the home rules version. Here's this. Because, like, yeah, it's a board game. The graphics themselves 
don't really matter. You don't need the full animation of the card flying around the screen and then zipping into your hand and then you picking it back off. And it's like, just fucking show what the card is. Like, stop wasting my time. Yeah, it, it, it goes back to something that you said on this show a long time ago, Brand, about like remakes of movies. I don't remember anything. I, I don't know why this one stuck with me because not not many things <laughs> that come out of your mouth do, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And, and, and That's I, I feel fair. like you'll still agree with this. Like a lot of movies that get remade don't need to be remade. Um, I just having this conversation mm-hmm. with Max a, a few days ago. We were talking about The Grinch. Remake the bad ones. And first of all, I consider the first remake of The Grinch with Jim Carrey to be non-canonical. Like that movie just, <laughs> just didn't, didn't need to exist. Like if, no. if you enjoyed it, great. <laughs> but like. You've got to admit that it, it was sort of a pointless remake that, like, didn't need to happen. Like, maybe if they'd made, like, a sequel God. to The Grinch that was live action, they could do something interesting. But being like, we're t- retelling this that, classic Christmas story. That Grinch baby was ugly as shit, though. Yeah, nothing beats the classic exactly. cartoon. And even if you wanted to just, like, upgrade the cartoon and, like, you know, bring the graphics from the 50s where it was all, you know... So it of, fits a, a the new aspect ratio yeah, of modern it, it, television. Shit like that. Yeah. But, you know, digitally remaster it, make it good, bring it back out of the Disney vault, whatever. But like the version from what a year ago, two years ago, where they remade the Grinch with like CGI. Oh. Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Did they really? Oh like, no, yeah. I'm unaware of this blissfully. my mind, leaving only like a speck of, of information on the on the back of my mm-hmm. cerebral cortex. And Max had mentioned the Grinch, and it's like, didn't they remake the Grinch? And like, part of me thought it was like live action, but part of me thought it was like CGI. And I looked it up, and we watched the trailer for it, and I was like, I could literally never come up with something this bad if I tried. Like, it it, it just wouldn't be possible. And it was so unnecessary. The Grinch was fine. It did, they didn't need to make it funnier. They didn't need to like do anything to improve it. It's just like leave well enough alone. Yeah, what, it's what we've talked about before with remakes and franchises and stuff. It's like it's got the built-in audience. We don't have to int- we don't have to sell people on a new product or a new movie yeah. or anything because you already know what this is, and because it's new and shiny, you're going to come to see what it is anyway. And then well, we got your money, and it doesn't matter how good or bad it is because we already got it's your money. It's as if they're taking that's the like iPhone sales approach to movies these days, right? Or it's yeah, like just it's, this, it's the same movie but better. And it's like, but nobody wants that. It's got a third <laughs> camera. Well, Why? Like, take, Take those ideas, we all saw them, and, like, build off of them, right? Like, make a sequel, make a prequel, make something new, like, take the concepts and then build on them. Don't just be like, we're going to take those concepts and freshen them up. Like, fuck Mm. off. (laughs) Just stop. Leave (laughs) it alone. Well, since the Grinch's heart, like, changed and he was, like, a good guy at the end and everyone was all hunky-dory, like, what if they, like, he lived down Whoville and then there's some other, like, evil asshole they have to go take down and the Grinch is a hero? No, I don't like that either. <laughs> Do we, does it need to be the Grinch? Do, like, could they, could they call it the 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 Mensch? The Grinch. It's, it's, it's a nice Jewish the name. The Mensch, and he goes. And Wait, takes the, down the, the enemy. Cranch. I saw it. I saw the supermarket. Cranch. It's ketchup and ranch. Oh, oh god damn it! <laughs> no, but here here to your credit, the Woody Woodpecker movie from 2017. Who here even heard of that? Not it. Exactly. No one did. I saw what we at work and fucking no one on the planet's heard about this, but it's the same level of 
those 3D, the realistic 3D of like, here's a cartoon character in the real world. Like, it's basically the Sonic movie, but with Woody Woodpecker. God, that like, does not need to why? exist. No, none of this does. But like, it's just like the same thing of like, you're not doing anything new with this property. Why are you like, and then when it fails, they go, no one likes these movies. No one goes to see it because you made a bad one. There's plenty of good examples of this, but they just keep shitting the bed with it. What were we talking about? I was going to say, bringing it back to <laughs> video games uh, and oh. unnecessary sequels yeah, and stuff. Yeah, for a second. All right, here we go. Uh, the World Ends With You is finally getting a second game, and I do remember playing oh. it, not in its entirety, but uh, on Nintendo DS, if I'm not mistaken. And then I bought it for phone, thinking, oh, I'm going to actually play this game. Still haven't played it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that one of the characters was in Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance, uh, Neku. Uh, but regardless... The game's called The World Ends With You. Are you telling me the world didn't end with me? <laughs> I mean, if we want to get into naming conventions of shit, you're in no place to talk, Mr. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, 365 they, they days crossover over with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it sounds like uh, I should pitch this podcast at Earwolf. Uh, the World Didn't End With Me, Re-Me? Oh, God. Don't, that's <laughs> that's such a specifically catered joke for no one listening to this hey, maybe podcast. Aaron uh, from Comedy House is laughing. Who no. <laughs> Um, real quick though, I, I, we like, started tangenting. Um, one game I was still playing, uh, Don't Starve, mm. and uh, I was playing Don't Starve together. I saw Bass has it because this game is from fucking 2007, yeah. and I'm just getting around to it or something. <laughs> uh, but a friend of mine uh, bought Don't Starve together for me, and we all started playing. And it's the multiplayer version, so we were all playing together. And because it's multiplayer, there's no tutorial. It just yeah. throws you in. It expects you to have played it before. You're just like, good luck. Um. So because we're playing it, I started getting into it. We streamed it. I streamed it with a few friends. Um, and uh, we're getting really into it. And it's uh, really fun, especially with a lot of people, because it adds a new challenge of like, oh, you don't just have to get food. You have to get like a lot of food because six people are eating yeah. it now. So it's trickier. Um, but so because I was getting into it, I was like, oh, I want to know all this stuff. Because, yeah, like all these other games we talked about today, it didn't tell me shit. So I was like, let me get the first one. There's a uh, single player mode. There's prior tutorial. It'll teach me from no. there and I'll learn all the stuff. Bring it over. No, <laughs> I got this. I got Don't Starve. I played single player. Don't DJ any. Like, just throws you right in in the first uh, game you play. So I'm just like, ah, I'm opening up the guide on my second monitor. I'm just having that open whenever I play now. Right. Don't Starve um, is, is tricky. It's a lot like Minecraft in its early incarnations yeah. right because like minecraft you dove in and you literally just started in this world facing in some direction and it's like good fucking luck good luck you know like yeah. <laughs> thankfully it was a simple enough game like you've got wasd e to open your inventory and then left and right click and those are your only controls <laughs> there's nothing else yeah um don't starve it's very similar right wasd to move and then you can mm -hmm. click on stuff and thankfully it has like helpful text about Crafting like menu, yeah. when you hover over something it tells you what you can do with it so yeah or the character reacts and yeah it's like, Ooh, that looks bad it's like okay avoid there's like that, a then. look at option for a lot of stuff yeah exactly so that's that's cool i think the thing that's frustrating to me about it is that you you die in ways that seem unexpected and the game to begin with is is unforgiving so yeah it's like oh there's a blue mushroom here you know, you eat the blue mushroom, you die. Like, okay, yeah. well, I know not to what eat happened? blue mushrooms now. <laughs> like, I could have looked it up on the wiki, but here I am. Yeah. But if you, like, cook the blue mushroom with, like, these specific ingredients, then you can eat it. So, like, but you'll never know those specific ingredients unless you look up the guide. Because, like, the trial and error to figure that out is just so insanely high. 
Um, yeah, it's it's not clear, and there is a lot of stuff like there's a sanity meter, and if you start going insane, you start seeing monsters. Um, and it, you usually catch rabbits to eat, but if you're insane enough, those rabbits turn into monsters, and you can't eat those rabbits anymore. So it's even harder. Yeah, to they live. turn into beard hair, don't they? Yeah, and then um, then the shadow monsters you see start attacking you. So then you're running mm-hmm. from more monsters, and it just it just downward spirals. And then if you get bottom out insanity, you just straight up die from no insanity. And there's so much that impacts your sanity in that game and makes you go insane, and it's not very clear. Um, one good thing about Don't Starve is it allows for mods easily, and there are plenty of mods because the game's out been out for so long. So there are a lot of mods that like rearrange the HUD to make it easier to understand. Like ah, that damaged my sanity. Don't do this again. Right. Um, so there are mods that kind of pick up where the game itself are kind of lacking in um, that the user base have uh, fixed since the release. That's good. Um, but playing Don't Starve together, it is. I mean, it's it's a caveat. With any game, it's more fun with friends. But uh, totally. it is much more fun as a survival crafting game, that which don't really interest me that much. They're kind of boring. Um, it's a lot more fun with friends, uh, especially because every time we built, built like a base camp, and every time I ran off, I was like, oh, my sanity's low. Let me go find flowers to pick flowers to gain sanity and then make like a flower crown to like raise my sanity. Every time I ran away from base, the five other players I was with were still at base, and I would just hear screams and horrors and people going, oh my god, what the hell is that? Oh no, the camp's on fire. Oh no, so-and-so's dead. Oh no, the camp's on fire. Again. And I'm just like, huh, I wonder what's going on back there. And picking I run flowers. Back, and yeah, I'm picking flowers the whole time. I was like a lumberjack, and I come back to the base, everything's on fire and everyone's dead. I was like, huh. I guess I couldn't really stop this, could I? Yeah. That's probably good for your sanity, right? The game, the game is really yeah. unforgiving. And I, I think it's good that it has a high degree of difficulty because otherwise the game would not be fun. Um, yeah, sure. That is the you, fun. You have, to, yeah, you have to appreciate the sort of complexity and strategy that it requires you to to, to delve into. Hone. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that is tricky about don't starve is that a you everybody has to be on like a fairly level playing field in terms of experience if everybody's yeah. a beginner it's fun because everybody's learning together if everybody's pretty advanced yeah. you're having a good time because everybody sort of knows you know the rules the they knows what they know what's going to kill them they know to stick together they know to like separate things on their base out so a fire doesn't decimate everything that you have yeah. uh, and and so you sort of know what to watch out for but when you have a mix of new players and experienced players it's messy. Yeah, you, you need to have chaperones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, babysitters. Um, that like, makes sense. It's hard. So uh, one of the things that you can find a touchstone, it's just this rock. So if you die, you touch the touchstone and it brings you back to life. One thing we found out is one player found a touchstone and led the ghost to it so he could revive that player. When the player was revived as a ghost, the touchstone explodes from a lightning mm. bolt. The lightning bolt caught the other player on fire, mm. and all of his shit burned instantly. It's like, why would we even think that's a possibility? Yeah, but it damn. is. Um, we got to, uh, real quick, we got to winter uh, when we finished, because the deer clops, which is a giant cyclops deer, uh, which comes out during the winter, just came through and wrecked our shit. And after being murdered by that, I looked it up. Turns out the deer clops is, uh, comes out every winter and hunts down the player. It is extremely difficult to kill. Uh, <laughs> I also found out if you can somehow kill a deer clops or find a- other enemies that can you know, aggro it and uh, they'll kill it for you, uh, it can die. And then it responds in three to six days. 
and then it comes after you again. And I'm just like, why would you make it respawn in the same season? Yeah. Like, it's so brutal it's and unforgiving. unforgiving. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the biggest, the best strategy apparently for Deer Clops is build a boat and go to another <laughs> island and just fuck <laughs> off for winter. Because, like, you can't, you can't kill it forever. No one fucks with like, Deer Clops. Yeah, it's just brutal as hell. So anyway, I just wanted to get that in real quick. Oh, for sure. No no worries. In fact, let's do some show topics and wrap this episode up. Uh, one thing I have to mention is that HBO has greenlit a Last of Us show. And uh... I'm thinking, why? Isn't the story <laughs> told in the games? And then, no, the, the, the little Dude. funny asterisk to this is that one of the writers is Craig Mazin. Uh, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name. But I know his uh, what he's known for is Scary Movie 4. So I'm like, huh? Wait, no. <laughs> yes, it's a thing. Wait. I'm not fucking around. This guy that has written Scary Movie Four is going to be the writer for HBO's The Last of Us show. Uh, buckle up, everyone. I have a feeling they're going to take it serious and be like, oh, it's a post-apocalyptic world based off the PlayStation hit. But uh, it's just funny that that's three and four superhero movie mm, quality there. Hangover oh, Part Two, which was the Hangover Part One. So is the Last of Us going to be a comedy? hangover part three yeah this guy does a lot of comedies which is concerning and then he's the creator of chernobyl which got a lot of awards so like that's just a weird hard turn out of there but yeah that's weird yeah that like, is he did all comedies and then chernobyl like last thought I'd year throw that one out there oh and also for any g4 fans i know we've been hyping up that g4 is coming back in the year 2021 they did a holiday special yeah, they did a, a Thanksgiving reunion special on YouTube. Uh, it's like, I think it's like an hour or longer. I, I forget exactly, but it was really fun. They did get everyone back. They had Olivia Munn, Kevin Pereira, uh, Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb, uh, the whole nine, like everybody you can think <laughs> everyone of. Everyone else. Yeah, there's so many people involved in G4, <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. And yeah, Ron Funches was uh, hosting it. Definitely check that out if you are looking forward to some G4 coming back. Uh, that'll tide you over. Nice. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, uh, Nintendo said they're shutting down Super Mario Maker, which I was very surprised yeah. at. And I was like, oh, it's the first one. It's the first Super Mario Maker, um, which was only on the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS. So, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but they'll be shutting down um, the level creator, essentially, of it after 2021. So, you won't be able to create any new levels. Um, and anyone who downloads a level, you can still download them, apparently. You just can't create new ones. Um, okay. Which... When I first saw that, I was like, what the fuck are they thinking? And then I was like, oh, it's the first one. The sequel's out. It's like, the, probably no one's even playing the first one anyway. And it was only on the Wii U and 3DS. Like, I don't think it got ported to the Switch. I'm like, no, that makes sense. Right. Like, that that actually makes uh, perfect sense. So if you're someone out there who's just, like, holding on to that first one still, being like, this is all I'll ever need. Uh, no, you'll need the second one eventually. So uh, get a heads up with that. Uh, and they'll... Only other thing I want to mention is uh, we talked about the Monster Hunter movie enough. Um, I've lamented about it even before it's out. <laughs> um, but Mila Jovovich's character from the movie, Artemis, great great name. Oh, reminds me of Always about. Sunny. <laughs> yeah. He pooped in the bed. Um, Mila Jovovich's character from the movie is apparently going to be uh, a DLC or expansion character for Monster Hunter World, which I'm sure no one's excited about i was just gonna say that's like it's a nice gesture but also i feel like it's just them trying <laughs> to like that bridge yeah they're trying to generate hype to be like you'll still see the movie right and it's like no you, 
you have you can get this character now, and if you play her in Monster Hunter World, you got to find out her story, so that'll make you see the movie right. Right, no. exactly. No, I'm gonna go back to playing Geralt because uh. that's a fun character. I'm gonna play Geralt with the little voxel uh, Mega Man cat that follow me, follows me around and screams at me in a weird vocalized uh, voice. Um, Probably yeah. the only person hype about it is Mila Jovovich herself, so she can play as herself. She'd be like, "Yo, this is hype. This is great." And it's like no one else is playing this. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I, I this is just real. Just feels like a pity gra- or not pity grab, but just real like a pathetic attempt of like we really gotta try and win over the Monster Hunter audience. It's like you, you sure shit didn't with the first few trailers and screenshots released of the movie, right? And there is no plot to Monster Hunter, so I don't know why you're making a movie out of it. And the last Resident Evil movie, uh, Mila Jovovich and her husband director did. Uh, someone got permanently injured, uh, permanently maimed, lost an arm, and I think destroyed her eye socket. And I think two people died on. Yeah, so, like, I remember you, you mentioning got a that. Bad track record right now, buddy. They shouldn't so, be making movies still. That's kind of insane. No, no. So I, this, yeah, this just feels real. I'm not gonna say in bad taste, but just real cheap tie-in of like, just because you got the license doesn't mean you have to abuse it this way. Yeah, <laughs> so that makes sense. Like, ugh. I'm not happy to see that. All right. Well, then, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, let's wrap this up and do some What's plugs. What's that? Claus is no. Oh, front it's door. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sometime this month. We're going to have to send him a fax and see if we can reach him. Uh, we'll see, though. Uh, but, no, speaking of uh, Basta, uh, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Um, you can find me... Uh, Working on Pinecast, uh, if all the time the um, Indie Pods United uh, Virtual Podcast Summit is this week. Um, if you're hearing this, uh, it's happening. <laughs> it's right now. Yeah, so uh, go 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 look at it. It's sponsored by Pinecast. Um, enjoy it. Look at it with your ears. <laughs> look at it with your ears. Yeah, <laughs> your special ears. And Brent, how about you? You have a podcast also. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at WTS Brent. It's not very important. Uh, I got another podcast called Are We There Yet? Where we watch anime and review it and recap it and give our opinions. It's the perfect show for Basta. I'll have them on there one day. One day. Someday. The ultimate goal. (laughs) The dream guest. And uh, we also got uh, Are We There Yet? Twitch, which is where I was playing uh, Don't Starve with a few friends. Uh, I don't push that too much because I just do it whenever I feel like it. And that's not often. But, you know, if you want to see me specifically playing games, get that Twitch. Yeah, check that out. I'm also going to plug Basta Testcast. That's a podcast you can find on (laughs) iTunes. That's that's not a new episode in a hot minute. I I keep thinking (laughs) that I need to, like, record something. Just something. Please use like just for those people years. that have you subscribed in their feed. They'll be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> look at that logo! It's beautiful." Uh, but anyway, wonderful. Uh, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence. We mentioned that we're live streaming the episodes here and there. So uh, also check out the variety of games I'm playing. A lot of PlayStation Five, uh, Demon Souls, Poker Club, uh, but more regularly some PS4 like Fall Guys. Uh, Rocket League and some Hollow Knight. I gotta get back to that. But uh, yeah. twitch.tv slash ABT Silence if you want to hang out there and see us play some games and or record a podcast live. And I have a record label. It's missedoutrecords.com if you want to see what's available in the store there. And I always forget, but I want to shout out the bands that's responsible for our intro and outro music. They're a band called Kinda Alright. Head over to kindaallright.bandcamp.com if you want to listen to their music. They are incredibly talented. But that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for hanging out. We'll be back next time. See ya. Bye. See ya.